This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by Fan Dual Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday as we look forward here to divisional round in the NFL. We have the two AFC games set. The NFC, we still have to wait for tonight. Coming up later this hour, we'll do some more props for tonight and thoughts on the Monday night football game. But guys, we do have two games set for this weekend in the NFL and the AFC of the Bengals and the Titans. And that number early this morning was three and a half. It has moved here. Give me the updated line in a second. Total of 47 on that game. And then we have the Sunday game. The Bills at the Chiefs. The Bills only a two and a half point underdog in Kansas City. Total on that game is 54 and a half. Wow. All right. So let's start with the Bengals-Titans. That's a Saturday 430 game. Titans number one seed off the bye. Bengals coming in. This was three and a half, Joe. It has now moved down to three over at FanDuel Sportsbook. So we're dancing around a field goal early in the week for mm-hmm. a um, a Bengals-Titans game. Now, you got one team off a of bye. Tight, uh, Bengals come in with the playing the Saturday game, so we don't even have the short rest thing. I mean, this is a bye versus team that played, but it's not like Sunday to Saturday or anything like that. It's it's They'll be on normal rest. Titans at a bye. We'll wait on the Henry News throughout the week, but it's an interesting matchup. I mean, one team has the great young quarterback, one team is built on running the football and kind of mucking, grinding their way through games. I'm worried about Cincinnati's ability to protect Burrow in this game. That's my first thought. Um, a lot of pressure from the Raiders on Saturday. He took a bunch of hits. It didn't matter. That Tennessee front's really good. They get a lot of pressure with just four. And that's my worry for the Bengals in this game. How can they protect Burrow? Speaking of pressure, uh, the Heat is on after a 61% season, going 5-1 and one with our official picks on the show over Wild Card Weekend. I, man, um, uh, my first thought is that plus 146 Cincinnati money line is staring me in the face. It really is. Why can't the Bengals take down the Titans on the road? Uh, home field advantage, and it probably means more in the postseason. Okay, cool. What is Derrick Henry going to look like? We haven't seen this guy since week eight. Nope. And and this is a player that usually takes a little bit of time. It's not a criticism at all, but he's his best when. Once we get to the middle of the season and moving on, is he going to need some time uh, to get going? I don't know. It's a good question. Bengals run defense is nothing special. Um, they haven't given up a ton of yards, but they haven't faced a lot of carries they had a great season um and man has burrow really turned it on every time he goes to chase every time you're like expecting something special to happen and that's been the case over the last month or two as he steals the offensive rookie of the year award 
now the Titans have everybody back offensively. So that's big for them. Of course, A.J. Brown, uh, when they pulled off their big victories, this year it was all about A.J. Brown. But I have viewed the Titans as frauds the majority of the season. They have a big coaching advantage on the Tennessee side. They have home field advantage. So a couple of things are lining up. But um, Cincinnati has the much better quarterback and better mm-hmm. offense overall. So this one's pretty th- – this line seems about right. I think we're going to sit around three all damn week. It's juiced to Tennessee, but I don't see that going to three and a half because if it goes to three and a half, you're going to get immediate buyback on the Bengals' side. So uh, first thought, Eileen Bengals. Aaron, what do you think? Um, I first thought I like the Titans. Um, Tennessee went six and three without Derrick Henry. Even if Derrick Henry is not a hundred percent, he's still really good. Um, Brian Tannehill, I think we can all agree, did not have a great season as a passer, but somehow they still won twelve games. My point being, the tight this Titans team is pretty resilient. You know, they've overcome some adversity. Um, And then their defense got better as the season went along. They went from allowing 384 yards and 26.8 points per game in the first six weeks to just 300.3 yards and 17.5 points over its final 11 games. So I think they improved as the season went on. Joe O mentioned the home field advantage. So I am leaning Titans minus three here. Interesting. Uh, my lean is the Titans because of the of the injuries to the Bengals' defensive line. I don't know if they could protect Burrow in this game with that right. front four. Right. Um, I went back and looked. So they obviously didn't, they didn't play this year. These two teams they played last year. It was one of the first games Burrow really started to put it together before his injury. Early, I think it was early November last year. These teams played each other. Now, obviously, a lot of these teams is different. A year in the NFL is an eternity. I'm not trying to say it's it's you know a precursor to this game, but Burrow threw it very well on them. And it was a bad Bengals team. It was a Titans team that, you know, was headed towards a division title, a playoff trip. And the Bengals beat them last year. And Burrow, you know, without Jamar Chase, because Jamar Chase last year was sitting out. He wasn't playing football last year, waiting for the NFL draft. He threw it well. Passer rating over 100, two touchdowns. I mean, Joe Burrow, boy, as I say, my lean is towards the Titans. My fear is I'm going against a better quarterback. I mean, it, it clear. Yep. And this is, is this going to be the clearest one, this and the, I'm trying to think of the uh, the matchups. We will get a clear, better quarterback in Green Bay, San Francisco. Uh, yeah, we will get a clear, yeah. better quarterback here. Are there any other games where the the worst team, right, the underdog, has the clear, better quarterback coming up next weekend? I don't think so. Oh no, no, this is no. the only one because nobody's going to say Kyler or Stafford over Brady. No, as much as Allen is excellent right now and played well, I mean he's not a clear, better quarterback than Mahomes. In fact, most mm-hmm. would still take Mahomes. I would too. Yeah, that makes this interesting. We get an underdog with the better quarterback on the road. Say it with me. Bengals in the AFC Championship game. Wow. Just thinking about that. that That's real. That could easily happen. Sure Burrow's could. first full season in the NFL. First full you, season. And, and Bengals in the AFC Championship game? I mean, I mean there are only three-point dogs. It certainly could happen. Yeah. Do, you worry, do you worry about the coaching matchup in this game? I do a little very, bit. Very much. Yes, I mean, that as well. against Zach that Taylor. is definitely where the Titans have the advantage, but yeah, not definitely. in the what's more important, the coaching or I mean, I guess it just comes down to Ryan Tannehill. How bad will he be? <laughs> because we've seen him be bad before, but we've also seen the Titans not make a ton of mistakes and you have a little more trust in Rabel than you do Taylor for sure. 
No, and Joe G, I think he hit on the biggest point right now, which is something we're going to have to monitor throughout the week, that Bengals D-line. We said it earlier, Jacobs should have been just shredding them and it only ended up with 14. They they rushed the ball 14. I don't know if they were all to Jacobs, but they only ran the ball 14 times in the game. And then once you got to the later stages, especially with Trey Hendrickson out, uh, yep. possibly missing two starters on that D-line, that could be brutal. Hendrickson's been, been the star that nobody talks about among pass rushers in this league. So that's something to keep a close eye on. If they're missing a couple starters, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them, really tough. 7.4 yards per carry, 7.4 for the Raiders yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it really they is malpractice that they didn't run and, the football. And much. here's <laughs> Derrick Henry. And here's Derrick Henry, right? right? You know, so. And even if it's not Henry, let's say they split time a little bit. And I know we all expect Henry to return, and that's what we've heard with some of the reports. He's been showing up at practice last couple of weeks. Right. Even if it's not, I was truly impressed with what Foreman was able to do over the last month. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at some of their numbers. They've been rushing yards per game, rushing yards per rush. They didn't fall off considerably without Derrick Henry, which is shocking because that guy is is unbelievable. Big, bigger do... mismatch. Sorry, uh, bigger mismatch. Um, Bengals passing offense or the Titans rushing offense against Cincinnati. Dude, the I think Titans it's the... rushing offense. Me too, because the Titans pa uh, pass rush is really good with the front four. Bayard's a really good safety that can make some plays. I mean, I think if Burrow has time, he'll he will make plays. I mean, he's unbelievable, but I don't know if he's going to have time in this game. I worry about the Bengals Saturday. I will say, if it if that's the question, don't you have to kind of lean towards the passing offense that has the mis mismatch? If, I would if it's rushing offense or passing offense. And the last 100%. note I'll point out, I know we've talked about, and especially over the second half of the season, the Titans' passing offense has been pretty good. They still allow the second most receptions to wide receivers and the second most yards to wide receivers. This I just I just heard Paul say Bengals money line. Is that what he just said? I've already put down a, a plus four and a plus three and a half. So, so uh, Paul and the Bengals. Paul, if I survive tonight, Bengals might be my survivor pick in the divisional round. Ooh, another dog? <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> And I've, be, got, I've got plus 550 to win the AFC staring me in the face because that was the number. Oh, no. I got 10 to 1 to win the AFC North. So okay. never mind. But right. and they're only down from 17 to 1 to 13 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. So that number hasn't wow. moved that much. It's, that's that's still good value at 13 to 1 going up against a team that we don't love in the Titans. Like, you still got to get the Bills or the Chiefs. but Right. I'm only getting one of them, though. Right. You don't have to go through both, right, the way yeah. it matched up. One That's... quick thing, and then we'll move on to the other AFC game. Are we overrating the Bengals win a little bit? They got outgained. They had two turnovers in the game to help them win that game. And the Raiders were one of five in the red zone. I, I just wonder if, if that – like, they're in, right? They, they got through the game. But they didn't but, yeah. play particularly great in that game. They, they didn't... And it was a bad Raiders team. And as I was saying before, all those field goals, that's not going to be enough against the Titans, I don't think. So isn't that the flip side of the same conversation, though? Like the Bengals didn't capitalize on as many of their red zone opportunities sure. and scored opportunities as they should have. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you aren't wrong about anything you said, Joji. But I had <laughs> when they started it, 
and they go to old fat icky woods doing the icky shuffle oh yeah yeah. oh no i've seen this before you bring out all the old players oh geez this is gonna turn all all the Bengals fans super hyped they haven't been at a playoff game since 1991 but it all worked out in the end but you're yeah we could have seen overtime uh based on the finish and then it's a complete coin flip they could have lost that game for Mm -hmm. sure Throwback um, to the '90s, it feels like we got the uh, the Bills, we got the Chiefs, we're gonna touch on the the Bengals, the Cowboys, Niners in a playoff game. It's like throwback weekend. This isn't a new story, but uh, turnovers so impactful in every game. Yeah, mentioned 2-0 Bengals advantage there, Bucks advantage 3-0 in in the turnovers. Niners and Cowboys was even uh, one apiece, which I guess was pretty notable. The Bills game, I didn't even pay attention to turnovers because it was. Mm-hmm. 33 to three before. Yeah. Well, Micah Hyde had the, the Micah Hyde's interception <laughs> yeah. early kind of oh. changed the tone of that game. That was ball an game. incredible play. Well, ball game. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a moment? Just the Josh Allen thing. Well, well we can when, transition to the Bills Chiefs. So Josh Allen. Yeah. Okay. It when when you see trends like this, and I'm glad on Friday's show, I, I found an article with the game log of, of the five freezing games yeah, we that went Josh over Allen it. played yeah. in. And we went over it. And you know, when you look at the numbers, like, oh, this is terrible. You turn on ESPN, everybody's saying he can't play in freezing temps. It's the Bills quarterback. He can't play in freezing temps. Look at these numbers. And you look at them, you're like, wow. It really benefits you as a better to take a deeper dive on all of these trends that you see. Like, is there context to be provided? And then we realize that after going over those five games, there was a lot of context there. There was a ton because three of those five games in freezing temperatures with awful numbers happened in years one and two before he even knew what he was doing, before he became a top 10 quarterback in this league. And then two of the last three games were really good. Three touchdown, one interception, two touchdown, zero interceptions. So that whole small five game sample of Josh Allen's inability to play in cold weather was built off a 2018 performance when he was a rookie and the dud that we saw that was fresh in our mind a couple of weeks ago, zero touchdowns, three interceptions against the Atlanta Falcons. And I was so happy to see him just give the middle finger to everyone that was bringing that up all week. Cause that, that stupid narrative of a small sample size uh, against uh, on a quarterback that is still getting a lot better clearly died before our eyes. And he had one of the greatest games we've ever seen in the playoffs of any ever. quarterback ever. Against ever. The, when when we talked during the regular season, when we said, "Okay, name a great defense." Tough to find them. Name a great defense. I think the first thing most people said was, "I think New England, Buffalo." And he torched them. And he torched them. Yes. Yeah. So this game Sunday, six thirty p.m. is going to be the kickoff for this Eastern Time. Uh, Bills at the Chiefs. The numbers are two and a half. Boy, that <laughs> is a small number. The Chiefs. This has got to be, I mean, think about Mahomes' playoff life. I mean, how many times has he been favored by less than three? Maybe that Patriots title game. I think that might, that might have been three, though. They might have been favored by three in that game when they lost to New England. This might be the shortest number we've seen for Mahomes in the playoffs. Where's this number going to go? Up? Close. I don't know. Three? Do you think it goes to three? What do you think, Paul? I could see. So I'll put it this way, which is kind of talking about both sides. Either comes down middle of the week or it gets up to three, like, or it stays here and it probably gets to three by the weekend. I think, I think the latter, I think, but I'm not positive because that was as impressive of a performance as we saw a weekend. 
made the most impressive because with the KC game, everyone expected that. Yeah, that didn't move you. Like the, the minus seven first half bets, line them up. The the minus 12 and a half, 13, line them up. Alt numbers, people were hitting all weekend on this KC game. That's expected. Yeah, They're not going to score unless JJ, unless, unless JJ Watt, unless TJ Watt gets into the end zone. Yeah. That's exactly the only scoring we saw from Pittsburgh for so long. KC didn't move the needle in terms of, of what you think of them. That they are yeah. what you thought two weeks ago, which is they can win the Super Bowl. They're really good, right? They're the Chiefs. The Buffalo changed the narrative. Like that's like, uh oh, that team can win the Super Bowl too. I think this is the toughest one to call of the yeah. three games that we have so far. If we get to three, I'm I'm gonna really want to bet the Bills. Me too. So you have to. Have to. Yeah, boy, this is going to be fun. We'll talk props. We'll talk Monday Night Football coming up next. Beck Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.